Welcome to the Jesus 360 podcast, a devotional guide to the names and inscriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel and myself, Blair Phillips, will be co-hosting today's discussion on Jesus, the one who kills with a sharp sword. And so we are in Revelation chapter 15. So we are in Revelation chapter 19, verse 15, but also verse 21. And so I'm going to read verse 15, 20, and 21 for some context. So verse 15 says, Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, and with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness of the wrath of the Almighty God. And going down to verse 20, Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These were two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Now verse 21, And the rest were killed with the sword which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. And so between these two uh, sections of verses, 15 and 20 and 21, that we just read, it speaks of the confrontation of Jesus with those who are around Jerusalem as Jesus is coming to redeem Jerusalem. So this is a very graphic graphic and an extension of the Isaiah 63 Jesus in red passage just now except it's focusing on the sword and the killing and uh, we don't like to talk about that because our imagery of Jesus is the savior not the executioner but in this particular case in Isaiah 66 actually verse 15 to 16 for behold the Lord will come with fire and with his chariots like a whirlwind, to render his anger with fury, and his rebuke with flames of fire. And for by fire and by his sword, the Lord will judge all flesh, and the slain of the Lord shall be many. That is terrifying, Blair. Yes. That the slain of the Lord is many. But at the same time, the word of God does not lie. Mm-hmm. The Word of God testify about the truth of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ on the white horse and His slain will be many and He's going to do it with a sword. And in this particular case, we saw in Revelation 19, verse 15 and 16, the sword seems to come out from His mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's valid for some people to say maybe, metaphorically, That means the word of his mouth, Mm -hmm. the sword from his mouth. But at the same time, we saw in uh, 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 8 to 10, the scripture says, Then the lawless one will be revealed, referring to the Antichrist, and the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth. Now, what is coming out from his mouth is a sword. The bread of his mouth is a ruah, the spirit. The spirit is the word, the word of God coming out like a sword, slaying the Antichrist. I don't think it's just figuratively about the word of God as in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I think it's literally a word that has an effect of a sword that actually brings execution to the Antichrist and also those that have pledged allegiance to the Antichrist, those who have the mark of the beast. And so he destroyed them with the brightness of his coming. Uh, so uh, there is, there's much to say about this, but this is a very, very weighty and troubling passage. Mm-hmm. The, the phrase, the slain of the Lord is many, 
caused me to almost lose my sleep over this mm -hmm. because while it is true, it is something that we as believers in Christ are not familiar with. We don't have the framework to deal with this kind of Jesus, but He is truly the Christ who is coming on the white horse. The same Christ, that name mm -hmm. is Word of God, the same Christ that is coming to marry the bride of Christ, yeah. the same Christ that is coming for the, the bride that is clothed with uh, fine linen, the same Christ that is coming to be the King of kings over all nations. But it's necessary for him to uh, exercise speedy justice. Yeah, as you're saying, Brother Daniel, we have no right to treat the descriptions of Jesus that trouble us any different than those that cause our hearts to be more naturally prone to worship. Yeah, Romans chapter 8, I believe it is verse 11. It talks the goodness and the severity of God. We have to yeah. know both of them. And this is part of the expression of the severity of God. Yes. I want to point out uh, something that just draws a connection to some of our podcast listeners might have heard our podcast earlier on in our series where we talked about the, the lamb who tormented those who were in his presence who had received the mark of the beast. And so I just drawing a correlation to from that passage to this passage that it directly speaks about those who've been deceived by the, the Antichrist and the, so the beast and the, the prophet and who, uh, who received the mark of the beast that we not just see that they would be tormented for eternity in the presence of the Lamb, but we see that Jesus personally will confront them uh, to kill them. Yes. And uh, in a subsequent devotional, we will be getting the... We will be encountering the Jesus who is personally getting into the wine press. So um, Jesus is not uh, afraid to be associated with the phrase that the slain of the Lord is many. In fact, he declared it. He wants his believers to know who he is in the totality of who he is. But as believers, we are tempted sometimes to be embarrassed by that, to, be, to, to want to disassociate ourselves with that. Now, I want to just uh, encourage our audience that what Jesus is not embarrassed about, let's not be embarrassed about. Very well said. And uh, so, but this is going to be something that is hard to, uh, for us to uh, communicate. And when somebody pick up a verse like that, the slain of the Lord is many. Is your God into violence? Oh, God is into justice. Uh, it's not about violence that he's focusing on, but if it's great wickedness and injustice ravaging the earth, he's going to put an end to it swiftly. And his, his methods will be very decisive. That's all we want to say. And so as, as we come to the Jesus who is go, whose mouth has a sharp sword that will kill the wicked, we have to understand that he is the one who has... Uh, Peter, in 2 Peter 2, has so clearly written, remember, you know, that angels, they rebel and they are bound in darkness forever. Remember, remember Noah. Noah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember Sodom and Gomorrah. So God has done it before and He has done it in a decisive way to give the, the earth the second chance, third chance, fourth chance of renewal mm -hmm. in order for the righteous to populate the earth. 
He will do it again in the last days as uh, wickedness, lawlessness, and perdition and sinfulness reach the zenith in human expression. And uh, yeah, the wheat and the tear will mature together. There will be a, a crescendo of even wickedness along with glory of the church, the glorious victorious church on the earth. There will be a clash of great light and great darkness on the earth among human beings. And Jesus is not uh, ashamed to get into the fray because he's not ashamed to call us brethren. And this is how he has planned to reveal himself to all of humanity in the greatness of his glory. And it's important for us to not desensitize ourselves from that and to prepare ourselves to know the Jesus who is, who was, and who is to come. Amen. So how do we pray this in the Jesus 360 prayer model? Yes, I would, I would pray this way. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you uh, remind us from your word all the way from the Old Testament to the book of Revelation that you would come on the white horse and the slain of the Lord will be many. And because the slain of the Lord will be many, we must be instrument of deliverance, instrument of compassion now, even until the day of your appearings, preparing generations of people with the good news of the gospel so that many more will pledge allegiance to you regardless the cause and few will reject you. Father, we ask you, we know the response of the people towards you is the supernatural work of the Holy Spirit. It cannot be by just our good effort. And you, by your great mercy, those as many as believe in you will become the children of God. And with that, O oh Lord, we know that the slain of the Lord, though you prophesy, will be many, but it could be much worse without the gospel of salvation, filling the earth from Jerusalem to the ends of the earth until there is a witness in every nation, tribe and tongue. So Lord, help us, O oh God, in our engagement in the gospel on a daily basis. Help us to pray, O oh God, in such a way that, Lord, speedy justice will be on the earth knowing that you are the true judge. No one can judge better than you and no one can see justice and mercy in perfect balance better than you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. We want to thank you for joining us for this Jesus 360 podcast and we look forward to you joining us next time as we continue on through the names and descriptions of Jesus in the book of Revelation. You satisfy my soul You satisfy my soul You satisfy my soul With your love you satisfy